Thank you for listening to the Victory Church online podcast. We are so excited that you joined us for today's message by Senior Pastor Gary Hart from Victory Church in Great Falls, Montana. Our prayer is that today's message will inspire you to join us in changing the world by helping people find and follow Jesus. Now here's Pastor Gary. Let's dive into the Word of God today. We've been on a series of messages. This is actually week number five. We've been talking about seed time and harvest, the powerful principles of seed time and harvest. And it came out of a revelation that we received in a time of prayer where God spoke into my spirit and said, everything in the kingdom of God operates by the laws of seed time and harvest. Everything, everything in the kingdom of God operates by the laws of seed time and harvest. So we've been talking about the laws of seed time and harvest. Genesis chapter number eight, verse 22 says, as long as the earth remains or endures seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. This is the way God's kingdom operates. So everything in our life can be likened to seed. And when it's sown, we can expect a harvest. There are seven laws of seed time and harvest. We went through those. Number one, seed reproduces after its own kind. Right? Whatever seed you sow, that's the kind of harvest you reap. Number two, we reap in proportion to what we have sown. You are in control of your harvest. How much harvest do you want? Number three, we often reap more than what we sow. Right? You sow a seed, but you get a whole harvest. Number four, we reap only on what has been sown. You cannot reap a harvest if you do not sow seed. Number five, we reap from what we have sown into. Right? Whatever you sow into, that's what you will reap from. And number six, we most often reap in a different season than we sow. So faith and patience are perfect partners. <laughs> Right? Because you realize that when I sow my seed today, I may not get the harvest for a while. Right? We don't, we don't sow in the spring and reap in the spring. We sow in the spring, we reap in the fall. It's a different season. And then lastly, the condition of the soil can influence the harvest. So it's very important that our, our soil is prepared to receive the word of God. And I, I really hope and pray today that you didn't just show up here. But that you come with a heart that's prepared to receive the word of God, right? This isn't just another sermon. This is an opportunity for God to speak into you so that you can reap a harvest on the word in which is being sown into your life today, right? And so we want to make sure our heart is as fertile as it possibly can be for the soil of God's word so that we can reap a harvest on that. So today I want to talk to you on this topic of word seeds, word seeds seeds. Last week we talked about money seeds. Today I want to talk to you about word seeds. So if you have your Bibles, everybody bring your Bible. Come on, let me see your Bible. You got paper, you got electronic, whatever you got. Come on, hold it up high. Come on, be proud. We're going to make the good confession of our faith together. Come on, say it with me. It's on the screen. This is my Bible. It's true. I accept everything it has to offer me. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I walk by faith and not by sight. I am what the Word says I am. I have what the Word says I have. And I can do what the Word says I can do. Today I will be taught the Word of God. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, you sounded awesome today. (laughs) 
If you remember, we talked about the, the parable of the sower of the seed. If you remember that parable, Jesus taught this parable in Mark chapter 4 and Luke chapter number 8. And we see that in this, this parable, uh, Jesus himself likened the seed unto the word of God, right? Luke chapter 8, verse number 11, look what the Bible says. It says, this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. So here very clearly Jesus communicates to us in the parable of the sower that the seed is the word of God. The word of God is like a seed. Come on. From the very beginning, God used his words to reap a harvest. Genesis chapter number one, verses one through three, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light and there was Light. God used his word as a seed. God said, let there be light. And there was law number one. Seed reproduces after its kind. This is the way that God does what he does. He sows a word. The word is a seed. It's the way that the kingdom of God operates. Seed time and harvest. In the book of Isaiah, chapter number 55, I love this scripture, verse number 10. It says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So that's one of the things I love about God. He not only gives us seed to sow, he gives us bread to eat. You don't have to go without one to have the other. Come on now. God always, in fact, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, it says God gives seed to the sower. I guess it says it there too. God gives seed to the sower. So if you're a sower, guess what? You will always have seed. And he says he gives bread to the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me empty but will accomplish the purpose for which I sent it. So is my word that goes forth out of my mouth. It will accomplish the very purpose for which I sent it. So here you can take this to the bank. If God says it, it will happen. When God speaks, it will come to pass. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse number 12, the Lord said to Jeremiah, you have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. When God declares a word, he watches over it. He watches over it. He watches over it to make sure it comes to pass. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, this is good preaching, right? So when God speaks a word over your life, come on, he's going to watch over it to see that it comes to pass in your life. When God wants to reap a harvest, he sows a 
seed. It's the seed of the word of God. Why does he do this? Because the kingdom of God operates by the laws of seed time and harvest. And in the parable of the sower, God encourages us to become sowers as well. Right? The man went forth to sow seed. He's encouraging us with the parable to be seed sowers. So what kind of seed should we sow? That, that, was, that was kind of a rhetorical question. What kind of seed should we sow? God's seed, the word seed, right? Should, I mean, if it worked for God, why wouldn't it work for us? Right? He says the seed is the word of God. So why not let us sow the same kind of seed that God sows? Sow God's word. Sow the seed of God's word in our life. And so today, let me just really quickly, I just want to share with you three ways that we can sow the word of God into our world. All right? Are you ready? Come on, how many would like the harvest of the word of God in your life? Come on, we got to get the, the seed of the word out there, right? So first, three ways that we can sow the word of God into our, into our world. Number one is by hearing the word of God. By hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, right? And in Mark chapter 4, verses 23 through 24, look what it says here. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. There's a difference between hearing and hearing. Come on now. We, we've, we've preached this a lot lately. There's a difference between hearing and hearing. You can hear but not hear. God wants you to hear today. So he says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Consider carefully then what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you and even more. Right? So here's law number two. We reap in proportion to what we sow. <laughs> so how much of the word are you hearing? He who has ears to hear, let him hear. How much of God's word are you regularly hearing? What's being sown? How much of a harvest do you want? How much of a harvest do you want on the word of God in your life? Because a part of what you want is the harvest that determines how much seed you're going to sow. Some of y'all are getting just an itty-bitty dinky harvest. I'm wondering why. Well, maybe it's because you're just sowing a little bit of dinky seed. <laughs> right? Dinky seed. Don't, don't quote me on that. And, um, right? But you see, how much of God's word is being sown into your life? I want a big harvest. I want a lot of the harvest of God's word in my life. So it's up to me. How much of God's harvest do I want? Well, I got to get God's word into my life. So, so there's some ways that we can get God's word sown through hearing, right? Ready? You taking notes? You writing this down? All right, here we go. We, we can sow the word of God into our lives through reading the Bible, through reading the Bible. We, we, just, we just get into the Word of God. We, we begin to read it. Or, or uh, one of the things I love to do in the morning, first thing when I get up, I go down and as I'm shaving, I, I turn my, my Bible app on and I, I push the play button and it reads the Word to me while I'm shaving. Every morning. 
I'm listening to the Word of God. It keeps me from nicking myself. I mean, it's all kind of, I'm just kidding. But anyway, um, but just listening to the Word of God, then just reading the Word to get as much of the Word of God into our life as we possibly can. You, you can just read the Word. And as you're reading, you, you, you underline things and you, you mark things in, in your Bible that, that you believe God is bringing off the page. It's getting the Word of God on the inside of us. And so, again, there's an importance of this daily discipline in our lives. You know, your Bible is not just for jewelry that you carry on Sunday morning. There's a purpose to the Word of God. And that is to get the Word in you so that you can get a harvest from you. What you sow into, you reap from. So I want to get the Word of God in me so that I can get the harvest of God from me. This is, this is really good. I'm preaching myself happy today. Right? And so the simple fact is we've got to get the Word of God in us. We, we do that daily. Right? So I want to encourage you. You know, if this has not been your habit, make it your habit. Begin to develop the daily discipline of just getting into the Word of God. Reading to get God's Word in you. Number two, we, we receive the Word of God by the Holy Spirit. And this is the importance of prayer, getting in God's presence. And prayer is not me just talking to God, it's allowing God to talk to me. And so I take time to listen. Okay, God, what are you saying? I want to hear from you. We talk about being spirit-led, but how many know it's going to be hard for you to hear the voice of the Spirit in public if you've not taken the time to hear His voice in private? Right? How many know there are voices out there that you just recognize? You don't even have to ask who it is. Why? Because you spend a lot of time in their presence. You've heard their voice. You know what they sound like. So even if you're in a crowded mall and you hear that voice, oh, there's my wife. <laughs> no doubt about that. I know her voice. Right? There's times I hear her voice and I don't even know she's there. And... Um, how many of you have experienced that before, right? I thought I heard her say my name. And anyway, right? That's, that's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. we got to get in the presence of God. Spend time in prayer. Not just throwing our requests out there, but taking time to listen. Becoming familiar with how the Spirit of God speaks to you. The Word of God being sown in you can cause harvest out of your life. And the third thing is through the preaching of God's Word. Right? We, we sow the word of God into our life through the preaching of God's word. So again, this is the importance of faithful attendance and the expectation to receive from God when the word is preached. Now you know, as your pastor, I'm going to say this, not because I have to, because I want to help you. It's a good thing to make a habit of being in the house of God every week. Because when you're in the house of God with ears to hear, 
The word of God is sown, and it has then the potential to reap a harvest in your life. Now, I got to tell you, I love being on the boat on the lake as much as you do. But being out on the boat on the lake is not the same thing as being in the house of God. Right? And I appreciate the fact that we have online video. That's cool. But it's not the same as being in the house of God. I can have it playing in the background, but not really connected to it. But when I'm in the house of God, and I come with an expectation, I prepare my heart as fertile as it possibly can be to receive the word of God. I'm positioning myself to maximize the harvest of his word in my life. Amen? Come on, turn to the person next to say, I think he's talking to me today. So we sow the word of God into our world by hearing the word. Number two, we sow the word of God into our world by speaking the word of God. By speaking the word of God. As God demonstrated himself, there is power in the spoken word. When you declare it, and I do believe, I believe our words are powerful. Our words are powerful. Never underestimate the power of your words. We often create the world that we live in by the words that we speak. Just as God said, let there be light, sometimes the words that you're speaking is producing the world that you're living in. So you need to be aware of the words that you're speaking. Proverbs chapter 18, verses 20 and 21. From the fruit of his mouth, a man's stomach is filled. With the harvest from his lips, he is satisfied. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruits. So it's the fruit of our lips, the fruit of our words that oftentimes is creating the atmosphere of our, our, our lives. It's creating the atmosphere of our homes. It's creating the atmosphere of our marriage. It's creating the atmosphere of our relationships. It's creating the atmosphere for our finances. What you're speaking is creating the world in which you live. So why not speak the word of God? If I'm going to speak anything over my life, if I'm going to speak anything over my marriage... If I'm going to speak anything over my family, my children, my finances, my health, why not speak the word of God? If God's word is that powerful, come on, I want to get the word of God out there over my life. I want to sow that word into my life. So I encourage you to take the opportunity to find the promises of God concerning your marriage and speak them. Speak them out loud. Speak it over your relationships. Speak it over your finances. Speak it over your health. Come on, somebody. Come on, declare that word. Sow that word. Get that word out there in the atmosphere so that you can create the world that you're going to live in. Because your words are powerful. Number three, we sow the word of God into our lives by sharing the word sharing the word of God. Listen to this very carefully. Romans chapter 10, verses 13 through 15. 
For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Now, let me just clarify something really quickly. The, the, the word preaching here is not like what I'm doing this morning. Preaching is just declaring, speaking, sharing that gospel message. So it's not like you've got to get up on a soapbox in front of the people you're trying to reach for Christ and preach to them. No, you just, you got to share. You got to tell them God loves them. You got to tell them God's got a wonderful plan for your life. You got to tell them we were all born sinners in need of a savior, but God loved you so much. He sent his son to die for you. But the good news is Jesus rose again from the dead, declaring himself to be God's one and only son. You can believe this book is true because he's the only one that ever did that. The only one that ever overcame the grave. And that if you'll just put your trust and your confidence in Jesus and what he did for you on the cross through his death and resurrection, you too can become a child of God and have the hope of eternal life with him forever. We've got to tell the message. We've got to share the message. We've got to get it out there because they cannot come to faith unless they hear. And they cannot hear unless somebody declares the message to them. So today, and as I do every Sunday, at the end of our service, I commission you to go. So you can't say you aren't being sent. Turn to the person next to you and say, Pastor is sending you. All right? Every Sunday, come on, we are, we are called to be ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. We're going into the world to make a difference in the world in which we live. And we thank God for the opportunities that God will make available to this week. And we will come back this next Sunday rejoicing in all the things God has done in us and through us in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that almost every week. Because you're a sent one. But we've got to sow the seed in order for people to hear. The seed of the gospel must be sown if people are to be saved. And look at this, Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. First for the Jew than for the Gentile. Now watch this. The power of the harvest, the potential of the harvest, is in the seed. The power of the harvest, the potential of the harvest, is in the seed. So we have to get seed in the ground. Otherwise, there can be no harvest. This is what? Law number four. We can only reap on what has been sown. We're wanting harvest in the lives of people we've never sown seed into them. <laughs> right? But you can only reap a harvest on the seed that you have sown. And it has been said that a person often needs to hear the gospel seven times before they can receive it. Seven times. They've got to hear the gospel 
before something clicks on the inside of them, they go, wow, I better pay attention to this, right? It's like the light bulb comes on for the very first time. And so we've got to see that sometimes we're sowing seeds, sometimes we're watering seeds. We water seeds, praying for them. We, we, sow, we, we keep sharing that, that truth so that we're watering the seed. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6 through 8, it says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who makes it grow. The one who plants and the man who waters have one purpose, and each will be rewarded according to his own labor. So you never know. When you're sowing seed, <laughs> you may be sowing seed, you may be watering seed for somebody, but God's going to bring the harvest. And this is law number six. We typically reap in a different season than we sow. So sometimes we're sowing a seed, we're wanting immediate harvest, but that seed may need to germinate for a little while. Maybe someone else has already sown seed, but you're watering that seed, and the, the time that you water it, it's ready to harvest right but the key is we've got to get the word out there now i'm ready to conclude which today means about 15 minutes no just kidding here's here's here it is we are not responsible for the harvest but we are responsible to sow the seed okay we're not responsible for the harvest that's God's job. But we are responsible to sow and to water. In Mark chapter 4, verses 26 through 29, here's what Jesus said. This is what the kingdom of God is like. Everything operates on the laws of seed time and harvest. This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground, night and day. Whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts in the sickle to it because the harvest has come. See, we aren't responsible for the harvest, but we are responsible to sow the seed, to water the seed, to cover that seed. So, here's the key. Be generous in sowing seed. Be generous in sowing seed. The more seed we can sow, the more potential for harvest there is. And I love this scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter number 11 and verse 6. It says, sow your seed in the morning, and in the evening let your hands not be idle. For you do not know which will succeed, whether this or that, or whether both will do equally well. (laughs) So just get seed out there, ladies and gentlemen. Sow in the morning. And at night, don't let your hand be idle. Get some seed out there in the evening. Because you don't know which one of those seed is going to succeed. Maybe both of them. But you'll never know. Unless you get seed in the soil. So whether it's hearing the word. Come on, get lots of seed out there. Get in the morning, in the evening, during the day. Get get the word of God going on the inside of you. 
When you're speaking the word, speak lots of word. Right? Speak lots of it. Get the word of God on your mouth and, and declare it over your life, over your marriage, over your family, over your finances. Get the word of God out there. Right? Get as much seed in the ground as you possibly can. And when you're sharing the gospel, don't be, don't be timid, don't be tentative, don't, don't be restrictive. Come on, get as much seed out there as you possibly can. Because you just never know. You might be sowing. You might be watering. And for some of you, you're going to get the privilege to reap. You're going to watch God change lives right in front of you. And folks, that's what we want. But it comes as we sow the word of God into our world. Let's be generous in sowing seed because the kingdom of God operates by the laws of seed time and harvest. Did you get anything from that today? Amen. Thank you for listening to the Victory Church online podcast. We hope you were blessed by today's message. For more information about Victory Church or to give online, visit victorychurchgf.com. Have a blessed week.